cyborg podcast sorry i've been out for a bit i've been restructuring the way that i'm doing things one of those restructures is the way that i'm doing the podcasts i will be uh, doing it a little bit more high level not going into the detail nitty-gritty as much it just gets a little bit hard to follow that way i still will be referencing medium articles uh, in this this podcast i'll reference the how to interact with apis in python article that can be found on my Medium. You can find that on thirdeyesyborg.com and just click on my Medium link and you'll find that title in the list of articles. It's how to interact with APIs in Python. I just chose Python as the language because it goes along lines with what I was teaching prior to this in Python. Um, but you can interact with APIs in all kinds of languages. So... This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. APIs are application programming interfaces, and what they do is they allow two applications or more to talk to each other. And so if you want to somehow talk to Facebook's API or Twitter's API to automate something or get information, uh, the application programming interface is what would you would work with to do that. There are three main types of APIs right now, and three main types are SOAP, REST, and GraphQL. And that's kind of the lineage of them. They, the SOAP came out first, and it was kind of like the standard on how to transfer data and whatnot between corporations. And it's a little slower, it's very well established and very dependable though. It was, uh, came out in the 1990s and so it's a little bit older. And the next one that came out was the REST API. Now the REST API is a little bit newer, it came out in the early 2000s. And it's faster, it's more orientated on HTTP and it is just uh, become the, the standard really. Most APIs that I've worked with are REST and most that I've come across are REST APIs. Um, I do love working with REST APIs and that is what I am most experienced with. I have recently been working with some GraphQL APIs and it's very interesting and very fun. I, uh, I actually really love the idea of GraphQL. It came out in 2012 
came out after rest and they, it came out by Facebook and now has a thriving community and is really putting the competition up to rest APIs and so uh, it allows you to get more specific data with less requests so you can query within your request to get more data to where you don't have to do a whole bunch of requests just to get something that you need and then you have all that extra data so uh, on the example in this article again I'm using Python I actually recommend using uh, JavaScript if you're working with web development for API's just because uh, JavaScript is the native browser language and uh, with TypeScript it can be very powerful so if you're working with API's primarily then JavaScript is really good, especially for web development. It has a lot of what you need in APIs um, in-house, so you won't have to import a bunch of dependencies in order to work with a lot of it. And it's just really designed for working with the web and APIs and stuff, so it really comes across clean when, when you're working with that. Um, and with, you know, if you're working with web development, JavaScript is great for uh, projects in Angular, React, Vue, and now even Svelte and SvelteKit. So, uh, really good to know how to work with APIs in JavaScript if you are going to be working with them. Now, for data science and stuff, you still will be working with APIs. APIs are everywhere, and if you want, you know, third-party data or something like that, then you might have to work with an API to get it. And so you, you can still work with it in other languages. And if you are working on a Python project or something, then go ahead and use uh, Python to get that API information. It all depends on what project you're working on and what field it's in. But uh, you can work on APIs in, in all kinds of languages. And it is uh, really fun when you get your hands dirty with it. Now, in this article, I use a program called Postman, and it makes uh, working with APIs pretty fun and easy, and it's also really good for getting fast responses and analyzing those responses to where you know and understand the API better. works really well when there isn't good documentation. Um, you can just do a quick git and figure out what, what is going on. Now, the main HTTP methods in rests which is what this article goes through is get and post and also put put updates posts inputs new data sends data and gets retrieves data and they all give you responses on whether it goes through or not and that's uh, those 200 responses if it goes through 400 if it's on the client's end 500 if it's on the server end all that is uh, is what you get back as well as with certain things you get more response. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And so the 
article goes through how to hook uh, Open Weather Map API up to a Gmail API to give you weather updates in the form of emails for the next day's weather. And this is a pretty cool example of how you can use APIs to have two different applications talking to each other through a simple script. And there is um, a lot of different ways you can go about this and a lot of different IDEs you can choose. The IDE I chose for this project was PyCharm just because it was in Python and PyCharm is really good for uh, beginners in Python because it comes with a lot of the dependencies and the overhead pre-done for you. Now I personally recommend VS Code just because it's kind of going towards the standard and VS Code is uh, really good for working on anything, you know, web development or data science or anything. It takes a little bit more to set it up, um, but it is definitely my go-to uh, text editor now and it's just uh, really nice to have one one IDE to go to for everything so in this what happens is you basically get together a git request and that is a URL that includes different parameters including your API key that you'd get from open a uh, weather map which you need to create an account and go through all of their um, all of their sign up to get an account and agreements and whatnot and then uh, once you get that API key you can plug it into this request and this get request and you can get the data you need now there's other parameters that like exclude and a couple of other parameters that give you exactly what you need like uh, units is a parameter and you set it to imperial and that gives you the type of units uh, exclude you can exclude the current the minutely the hourly um, and basically only get the daily data which is what we want because we want to send tomorrow's data each day through an email and in this we do this at seven o'clock is when we email so you do the GET request through the Open Weather Map API. You get the data you need. You turn it into a format that Python can understand, and then you send it back in a format that the REST client or the uh, REST API for Gmail can receive. And it just says, you know, tomorrow we'll have a low of, and then it has the degrees, and a high of, and then degrees, and the precipitation chance. And so, a lot of the times you won't be hooking an AP up directly to your app. You'll just be writing a script that hooks it up to another app, or, or something like this. And it just shows you the versatility of APIs, because you can really use them for a lot of different things, depending on the what the API offers, whether it be um, different functionalities you can do within that application or data that you can get from it or data that you can post into it. Um, things that you can update, delete, all kinds of things you can do with APIs. So, the Gmail part is a lot through their starter and they just have like a general how-to and that's a lot where the Gmail um, part came from. But you define a message, and, and in that message you put what you got from your open weather map. And then uh, 
it sends it out to Gmail. And I definitely recommend you look at this article if you want a more detailed view of how this works. It was a really cool little project and it didn't take me very long to do at all. So it just shows you how powerful they are and how, how if you know how to work with them, it can be very easy to, to work with after you pass that learning curve and um, very useful. So in this I show you, I give a brief example of how to automate it on a Windows system if you're running it on your own Windows system using the Windows Task Scheduler. But uh, if you want to automate it further like hosting or anything like that, you can use a number of services. There's some really cool new ones like Vercel and Cloudflare, a bunch of other ones that are just really uh, new and cutting edge hosting services that allow you to hook up directly to your GitHub repo and update automatically and run off of uh, the cloud and it's just really cool serverless technology coming out too so Vercel being on that and uh, yeah check it all out uh, but that is how you kind of interact with APIs what they are um, I really enjoy doing these podcasts, these tutorials, everything that is involved in this. Um, so, you know, you guys can always go to my website, thirdeyecyborg.com for merch. And to support me, uh, you can become a patron. You can chat me. Just reach out. Any questions you have, uh, don't be afraid to ask them. I am always available and always happy to answer. Um, I am working on some bigger projects that I'll hopefully be able to release soon, so I'll get you more on that and future updates, but it was really nice doing this tutorial, guys, and I'll talk to you next time.